Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Week number seven, news and notes, ladies and gentlemen. Monty out a while. Gibbs season in full effect. We'll find out. We'll find out. Hopefully Gibbs gets unleashed in week number seven. More to come on that. Kyron Williams out at least one game. Justin Fields could be out one game. Maybe not. We'll have to see how well his thumb can progress in terms of gripping the football. T-Law, same thing. Maybe out. Short turnaround. Uh, Tough to imagine him playing in week number seven, but he still has a possibility of playing. CMC, no real word yet. The Fantasy Football Show, breaking news edition because we go live whenever big news breaks. Edition begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Live whenever news breaks, here we are talking about all of these gentlemen on screen and uh, we'll be breaking down each individual news piece. File on in, hit that like button, subscribe if you're new, and just know this show goes live whenever big news breaks and Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. So that show is coming up here in a few hours. David Montgomery, let's start off with David Montgomery. This news uh, broke just not too long ago. A report from head coach Dan Campbell saying David Montgomery would be out, quote, a little bit, end quote, with a rib injury, cartilage issues as well. Uh, the teams uh, coming out of the uh, the injury coming out of the week six win over the Buccaneers. So Monty uh, is out for at least, I would say, one to two weeks by the sounds of that. Uh, Gibbs, who did not clear the concussion protocol coming out of week number five uh, in, in heading into week number six, didn't get an opportunity uh, to, to play football. So we'll have to see what happens with Gibbs. Um, I'm sorry, hamstring injury. Uh, So we'll see if Gibbs can suit up and play football in this coming week number seven. Time will tell. Uh, Hopefully he is able to rock and roll because Gibbs would be an absolute phenomenal play and Gibbs' season could be in full effect. We've been waiting for this moment. It sucked that Gibbs couldn't hit the field walking into uh, this week number six that we just saw unfold, Um, but it is what it is. Uh, lost this week because of Damian Pierce. Okay, Marcus, appreciate you being here. File on in. Let's go. File on in. Let's go. Uh, this next piece of news is from Kyron on Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams is out at least one week. MRI revealed sprained ankle for Kyron. He's expected to miss at least week number seven against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I, I feel like I, I feel like this could end up being more than one week. We'll have to see. But I do believe that we are looking at uh, potentially, you know, a multiple week thing, but, you know, guaranteed one week. Um, MRI revealed just the sprain. There's no break. There's no, 
damaged ligaments or anything like that in terms of like a you know grade two or three tear of any sort of uh, of kind so we're looking at Kyron returning maybe in one week maybe two weeks I would say plan for two weeks to be safe but this is good news Ronnie uh what uh, uh, uh let's see here I had, that, I had that news here somewhere his his backup Ronnie boy Ronnie boy suffered I believe a bigger injury here so yeah right here uh ronnie rivers sources say he has a grade three pcl sprain he's out a minimum of four to five weeks pcl injuries are brutal uh where's my uh where's my knee model when i need it um on the on the back you can see this it's in the middle of the knee but you have a pcl and an acl those are responsible for keeping that knee joint from falling forward off the shelf so to speak or falling backwards off the shelf right it keeps that knee joint tight when you sprain something to the to the two three degree uh grade tear grade three is almost surgery grade three is almost where that that uh, ligament the pcl similar to the lcl in terms of it being right in the middle of the knee they cross over each other if you tear the pcl or the lcl to the grade three variety that's essentially useless you know it's like you either tear it snap it in half or if it's grade three it's stretched out so much it's doing no service to the knee to keep that that joint tight in terms of the when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply pcl's capacity to do so so that to me sounds like surgery that to me sounds like eventual surgery i don't know how you have a grade three unless grade three is wrong and it's more of a grade two almost grade three keep in mind lamar jackson had a grade two almost grade three pcl tear last year which kept him out he kept sitting out the remainder of the season if you remember correctly and again that was very i was very fearful of that i still am because in my opinion, and this is just my humble opinion, you can't fully be recovered from something like that because that is a stretched out PCL. You could only have that thing heal, I think, so much. It's not like it's going to tighten up back to its original uh, uh, tightness when you stretch that, that, that PCL out. So I believe Lamar still has a less tight knee than he probably should given that PCL uh, uh, sprain. Um, or that uh, PCL tear of a grade two slash three, borderline three, seeking second opinions, et cetera, et cetera. So if this man right here, Ronnie, has a grade three, I don't know. That's got to be wrong. It's got to be wrong or he will have surgery. So hang tight more on Ronnie Rivers. But Ronnie Rivers was a fantastic cuff and backup. That's a shame that that unfolded the way it did. Kyron uh, Williams on the shelf for at least one week. So we'll put Kyron, Kyron over here. Move on to Justin Fields. Justin Fields, thumb is doubtful for week number seven. Now, the current situation is this. It's a pain tolerance issue. He dislocated his thumb. Sometimes your thumb has that UCL that goes straight up the arm all the way up, and that's what Brock Purdy tore, his UCL. Not right here. He tore it somewhere in the mid-range, to my recollection. And so when you repair that, and what they did with Brock Purdy is 
some sort of like bridge uh, connecting that and healing it that way versus a full Tommy John's. But when you sprain or dislocate your thumb badly enough, the UCL can get damaged and surgery is required. Now, the x-rays and all the, the imaging shows no torn UCL. There's no required surgery needed. He's merely doubtful. He's merely going through a pain tolerance issue, which to some degree is a big deal because if he can't grip the football with his thumb, he's going to go out there and play very bad football, put his team in jeopardy, put himself in jeopardy of getting hurt because he's trying to do too much. And this is when guys go out and you're disappointed in them and you want them to play badly injured. They go out and play badly injured and they end up suffering a torn ACL because they're trying to do things they normally wouldn't try and do. They put their body in horrible situations. So I'll tell you this right now, as much as you're pissed off that Fields might not play this week, coming up in week seven. It's better to, ha to have him fully healed than to go out, try and be a miracle worker, look bad anyway, be worth benching at the end of the day in hindsight anyway, and putting himself in further further jeopardy of being injured. So he's got to be able to grip the football. His thumb is not allowing to uh, him to, to grip it tight enough right now. That could change. He could potentially play week number seven if something uh, you know, progresses in a way that, that no one expected. It's certainly possible. We've seen players be doubtful on something like this, and then all of a sudden it starts trending in the right direction. However, I would say, probably say, temper expectations for Fields, probably sitting out one week, and I believe that after one week of rest, he will be back being able to grip that football, and I don't think he's at risk of anything beyond that point but fields looked horrible anyway and i know a lot of owners might even bench him even, even if he was playing especially if he was playing at less than 100 percent uh that's the fields news so hopefully that that gets better for those that just have fields as their signal caller and they're scrambling in week number seven trevor lawrence did not practice uh uh let's see here on the week seven estimated practice report for Monday. Remember that on Mondays, a lot of times these are estimated reports. They're not necessarily the actual practice report, but he, he's not, he's not practicing right now. His, his availability for week number seven on the short turnaround is very much in doubt. So hang tight more, more on Trevor Lawrence. It's certainly not something that feels like, um, is a, is a given. Let's see here if I can flip the, uh, schedule back on screen i think i have it right here somewhere let's see if i have it right here there we go jacksonville new orleans october 19 uh short turnaround for the jaguars and good god i mean has trevor lawrence not been like given the worst luck with the morning games the thursday game it, they just keep shoveling it to him new orleans and thursday night and he's injured it's like can this guy buy a break can this guy buy a break? I don't even think he could. I don't think anybody's giving this man a break. They never will. It's impossible. Um, th Thursday game. Short turnaround. Injury. Playing the Saints. Tough matchup even if he plays. In some ways, I almost hope they sit him so he can rest up and get healthy. But at the same time, I don't want... I don't want Ridley to be hampered. I don't want ETN to be hampered. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll still find a way to score some points. But, you know, it, it, is, it is what it is. And uh, Trevor Lawrence, get well, young man, to the moon. We'll send him to the, to the moon. moon. CMC, we have no update on CMC at this moment in time. CMC is definitely, uh, uh, you know, a question right now. But there's absolutely zero update. So we're waiting on the news on CMC. And um, once I know anything... 
you can bet I'm going to tell you. So hang tight on that. Appreciate everybody filing on in. And again, if anybody missed um, if anybody missed the the updates here, I can briefly just summarize it in one second. And uh, let me just real quickly see. I'm refreshing Twitter as we speak. Okay, so real quick, real quickly, in summary, Monty is out for a little while, meaning insinuating, according to to the head coach, that he's out for more than one game, a little bit. He'll be out a little bit. Was the exact quote? Let me pull up the Monty quote real quick and, and shove that on screen. Where's that at? Here it is right here. Monty will be out a, quote, little bit, end quote. So at least I would say two games by that reference. So Monty's out, which means Jameer Gibbs hopefully gets the go. He's still dealing with the hamstring injury. I'm sorry I said uh, uh, the, the the rib issue or whatever I said at the beginning. Um, and uh, so hopefully he's good to go. We'll find out this week. I imagine they will figure out a way to play him. If he was on the verge of playing week number six, He'll play week seven given the dire need at the position. Could they potentially screw him somehow? You know, that's the way it feels luck-wise for Jameer Gibbs, but I'm going to be a positive Peter right now, an optimistic Oscar, and I'm going to say Jameer Gibbs' season maybe kicks off here. And and we knew that they were going to break Monty. Everybody could say it's a freak injury, but Monty is being abused. He literally was broken by this team. We thought he tore his ACL when he had that 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 quad injury. And and they literally bring him back a touch early. We thought Jameer Gibbs would have a start. Jameer Gibbs would have blown up in that game that Monty returned and got a career-high 30-plus carries. But literally, Monty comes back from injury, an injury they rushed him a little bit back from, and they give him his career-high in carries. They're going to break him into the ground. Then Campbell said last uh, uh, last week that he was going to keep feeding him and they were going to make him the workhorse. They're going to give him the same kind of workload. And look what happens. He gets injured. Now, I don't want Gibbs to get that amount of work between the tackles. He's not necessarily going to survive either if he gets shoved out there. But we want Gibbs to get 12 to 13 to 14 carries on the ground, four to five to six receptions. That will in turn feed you over 100 total yards four to five to six reception points in in PPR and half PPR and give you a strong shot at a touchdown in week number seven and beyond from as many games as Gibbs plays. Kyron again is out for at least one game, brace for two, but out one game with the ankle. Fields out for probably one game, still TBA, but most likely he's doubtful. T-Law is probably more, a, a little less doubtful than Fields, but Probably with the quick turnaround, it makes it really hard. And the Saints matchup, they're probably thinking, good Lord, I don't know if we want to throw him out there. Then again, they're probably saying the Saints matchup, let's try and get him out there to win. CMC, no update yet. That is the news at the current moment. Appreciate you all filing in. Dark Knight is the first super chatter of the show, so Dark Knight gets a standing O. Dark Knight to the moon, appreciate you, young man. Uh, Gibbs season, let's go. Let's hope Gibbs gets fully unlocked in this game. Good, good Lord, we need it. I, I don't want to hear he's questionable all week and then he's he's a scratch. I'm going to be so pissed off if Gibbs isn't able to play in this game. Woods Goff's trade value, he's playing pretty good. I would say 
really good, but that's all in the eye of the beholder. That's all in the eye of the 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 quarter the struggling quarterback owner and what they have. Sick nasty. So you definitely can exploit that, but you gotta. No one's trading for Goff unless they need a quarterback. But there are a lot of people struggling. Fields, Trevor Lawrence, bro, they're they're dropping like flies. If anybody's been holding on to a second quarterback, now's the time to sell it. 10-team PPR, 1QB, 2-wide receiver, 2-flex. Just traded Stroud Osborne for Tua. I'd take Tua in a millisecond. I now have Tua Waddle, Stack, Waddle, Amon Ra, Watson, Dell, K9, Charbonnet, Kyron. I'm sorry about Kyron, but at least you get Aaron Jones back to the moon. To the moon. To the moon, Smitty approved trade. You've just been sm- Unbelievable, unbelievable. Okay, uh, Elvis with a, a super chat. Elvis in the building. Appreciate my boy Elvis coming in strong here. By week seven decisions, and the by weeks are down below. Uh, JT or Gibbs. Right now we're going Gibbs, and you know, but but I guess you could put JT in until further notice, right? And then you're going to shove Gibbs in there if he's starting. But you know, JT is a good play too, at some point. But when's that point? I don't know. Is it this week? Probably should be, but we thought that this past week. So I play Gibbs if he's starting. Ridley uh, Thursday without T-Law possibly or Flowers. Um, I'm still going Ridley. I know a lot of people are very down on Ridley. Flowers could be a tiny bit safer. A tiny bit safer. But I still feel like Ridley is going to eat no matter what. I think the Saints will will make it tough. Um, there could be some, some lockdown coverage. But then again, it's like Kirk's been playing so well. That who's to say there's not some rotational, you know, attempt to shut down Kirk and Ridley and there's a lot of mouse to feed. And if anybody's been playing well enough, it's probably Kirk to maybe be the guy getting locked down. Who who knows? It's hard to really know. The game plan's not really written. And I think people that assume a lot of things can sometimes overthink it. I would say Fields, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Flowers is a tiny bit safer. If you want safety, Elvis, go go Flowers. If you're anxious about this thing, or if you're going to get upset and throw your keyboard or something like that, then I would say, you know, Flowers is safer. He is safer. Ridley's definitely higher risk, but definitely higher reward. You know, because he could have 100 yards and two TDs, or he could have two points. Whereas I think Flowers is getting you a guaranteed 7 to 11. Uh, Swift, too much for Gibbs. Yes, that's too much. Slayer, You buying Gibbs low is over. You know, and it's not like that can't return. Like, I don't want to say that in like a way to sound confident that the Gibbs season's here and it's not turning around. I'm just saying at this moment in time, I don't know that you're going to get him on a cheap level. And he could go out and bust, but then he'd be available free again, right? Or if Monty comes back too early or Gibbs does bad this week, then he'll be easily had. I'm not trying to pretend like it's game on no matter what. I'm just saying... To go acquire him off of this news is not the right way to go about it. If you had to go get him, I would try and trade some wide receiver that's popping off that you don't need. Trading Swift wouldn't be a wise idea, I think, at this moment in time. I think that's buying him as if we know what what Gibbs is even going to do. And we don't. The truth is we don't. We don't even fully know 100% if they're going to start him this week. (laughs) We're still waiting on that. We assume because we would, but we have no clue. But I'm I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm an optimistic Oscar. I'm a I'm a uh, I don't know a, a, a very um, a hopeful Howard, and I'm ready to rumble with Jameer Gibbs. But we need to get the word. Just traded Laporta for Bijan. I would take Bijan in a millisecond. 
adjustment. You know, it's crazy that the Bijan's being tossed around like like nothing, and that's going to be a focal point of today's show. We're probably kicking it off with some buy lows, and and Bijan's one of them. You got to respect uh, Thielen. Absolutely, feel like you don't talk about him enough. QBs are all, all over the place right now. What are your rankings? Um, and keep Lamar. I mean, I, I, rankings are going to vary from week to week, my man. And second of all. You know, to go through a, like a, a whole rankings gauntlet, I'd say like if we're talking about QB one, I, I think QB one going forward will be a combination rotation of Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Jalen Hurts. I do believe, and I think Tua will dance in that that conversation. Burrow will dance in that conversation, uh, but I do believe Mahomes will rebound something fierce, and people that don't trade for Mahomes on the low right now will re- regret it. Uh, same thing with Josh Allen coming off a mediocre game. Same thing with Jalen Hurts for anybody doubting him for whatever reason, thinking the offense doesn't feel quite the same. Hurts is going to be a little harder to buy low given that he's still producing, still scoring rushing touchdowns, and etc. But I- I'm all about acquiring one of those three quarterbacks in Tua quietly, even though he's one hit away still. That doesn't, just because he's playing great doesn't change that, but I still take that gamble in a lot of ways depending on what we're looking at. Um, so as far as Adam Thielen, look, he, he's a, he's a must start right now, especially with these bye weeks right here, like for the foreseeable future, he finds a way into every single lineup because of all the bye weeks and injuries. So these guys being out, all these players being out, he's probably a wide receiver too this week. So there's no debating Thielen this week. Um, you're putting him in, you put him in anyway, but yeah, he's been playing, you know, balls to the wall. Now, would I sell him high if I, if I could get the right priced, you know, player? Sure. Would I trade Thielen for Bijan? Absolutely. Would I trade Thielen for a, a a wide receiver that's totally doubted in that top, quietly in that top seven? Yeah, I sure would. Would I trade Thielen for Puka Nakua, who had a bad week? Absolutely, I would. Um, things like things like that. Garrett with a two dollar hauler. I give Alave Mixon tank for Bijan Evans MT. Alave Mixon tank for B. Yeah, you take Bijan Evans MT. You do that in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I would, I would. I mean, Evans could be argued, you know, he had a bad week, but Evans had such a strong start. It's, it's, I still believe in Evans strongly for this year. And Bijan, I take over Mixon for sure. So, you know, don't, don't give up on Bijan. I know a lot of people are, are, are they, they're fed up and I get it, but it's, he's the most talented. He's one of the top two in terms of talent running backs. If you want to throw CMC and him neck and neck together, CMC above him, whatever you want to do. But talent-wise, and and talent doesn't win out right now. Talent's not winning out. Talent's not shining through. Talent is not forcing the Falcons to put him on the field. That's the dilemma. That's why everybody's upset and a lot of people are giving up, and I get that. But the, the point, I think, right now is that because people are giving up, if you have them, you hold them, and it sucks. You know, you dra- drafted them high. I drafted them high. And, the, and we know what we're looking at. We No one here doubts the talent level. But we're sitting here at the mercy of the Falcons and Arthur Smith totally not using him. So it sucks for people from the vantage point of having him. Having Bijan right now, it's brutal. But you can't trade him low. And if you don't have him, it's buying season. And it's fantastic. So it just matters what lens you're looking from. And if you own them, you can't afford to sell them because no one's going to give you what you deserve. 
So it's hold them or or trade for them. Those are the only two really scenarios I can see helping anybody. Pickens and Swift too much for Bijan. No, I I I definitely trade that for Bijan. I think that's a good buy low. I think it's really nice. Um, Bengals, Cowboys, Texans, Titans, Panthers, Jets. I don't know what that is. Hammer, who schedules that? Uh, lots of bye weeks in week seven. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You were giving me the bye weeks right here. They're all right here. They're all right here. Elijah Moore, a drop. I mean, probably. It depends on what you're picking up, though. Depends on who is available to be grabbed. Trade Andrew Bryce says, do I trade Andrews and James Cook or Stevenson for Goddard and Aaron Jones? I would trade Andrews and James Cook. I'd probably rather keep Stevenson off on the off chance. He did come back into the, the game. He had a head injury. We thought he was concussed, but then he came right back in. It's so weird how players multiple times over the last couple of weeks have been getting like a head injury and normally they're gone they're done for the day no matter what you just you see him walk off with a head injury precautionary measure he's done lately they've been going back onto the field the players that have had look like head injuries remember fields a couple weeks back like his own player like pulled him off the field and there's a new rule where that another player can take accountability and say he needs to come out and he went out and he came back in and and then stevenson looked like he had a head injury he came back in so i don't know if just ironically, they they passed the concussion test, and, and other players have not, and we just ironically have not seen that. But it's been weird lately that players have been going back onto the field. But but I do I do believe Stevenson's a, the safer hold at this moment in time, just because he scored. There's a potential bounce back for him. I think they want to run him a ton. Uh, Bijan for Han legit. I, I, Thomas in a redraft setting. I mean, look. If you can weather through not having A-Chan in your lineup for the next three weeks, then the bye week, and keep in mind, everybody's got a bye week except for the players that just went on bye, obviously, right? But Bijan is going to have his bye, so don't factor in A-Chan's bye week. A-Chan's out three more weeks. It, there's an argument to be made that it could take him two or three more weeks to get on his horse if he does even get on it, and that's not his fault. That's Arthur Smith's fault. That's our, That's my fault. Uh, you know that I that I didn't see Arthur Smith doing this for this long, but it is what it is. We could cry over spilled milk, or we can move on, adjust, and adapt. And I'm telling you, I would rather get more because you can. But a chan in something like a, a a wide receiver bump from a, a low end, high playing wide receiver three into a Devonte Smith, and then do the swap. I could see helping you, but it's hard to do this and be out three games though, depending on your record, schedule, everything. So it just depends, my guy. It depends. And even in the case of, of, of Bijan for Mostert, Mo, like, look, Mostert is the safer play right now. And that's the craziest thing in the world to say. But it is in the middle of the season where draft values don't matter and upside doesn't necessarily matter unless we feel like the upside is going to be unlocked. And right now, it's like, what do you do? Mostert is playing ball. You know, so you, you play Mostert, you start Mostert, you trade for Mostert, you get Mostert, you try and get more because you probably can. You never know what people are going to give up. I think I, a lot of Bijan owners could be offered Mostert. They might say no. I don't blame them. I don't blame either side, but I'd all, I certainly don't blame a person saying, give me Mostert. I need to win games. So a lot of it depends on what scenario you're in. Uh, what do you do about Monty play Moss or Ford? Probably Ford, my broski. 
I, I would suggest. Um, Ford's a bum, says Sick Nasty. I mean, Ford, look, Hunt did well as well, though. You know, so we have to look at that. But Ford did do well at the end of the game. Kyron out at least one week. Uh, that's correct. Sick Nasty. It could be longer. I'd prepare for two. But the thinking is he's out one week and then they'll take it from there. Um, good news on, on his report. But Kyron is definitely looking um, to be out at least the one week. Gibbs, we don't know if he's going to start. Probably will. But we'll find out on the hamstring. What if he had a setback? We don't know. Monty's out at least a couple weeks, it sounds like, because they said he's going to be out a little bit. That doesn't sound like a week to me, but you never know. They rushed him back last time. Fields probably out this week. T-Law probably out this week. CMC, if I had to guess, will probably not sit, but you never know. We don't have the details on that situation. Those are all the, the pieces of news right now that are pertinent and in the news, and, and I can pull up uh, Twitter and Make sure there's nothing else breaking at this moment in time. Uh, Tannehill's ankle injury is similar to last year when they, they make the decision on his availability after the bye week. No word yet on if uh, it'll be Malik Willis or Levis if Tannehill can't go. Uh, D D Dan Campbell said that uh, David Montgomery will be out a little bit. Already reported that. And um, that's that's pretty much it for right, right now on the news wires. We're still waiting for everything else on CMC. Drop a like, says uh, Cylon. Appreciate you. Uh, guys, we got 82 thumbs up and only... F we got 418 people in here and only 82 thumbs up. Please punch that thumb up button and help your boy out. Appreciate you. Uh, David says CMC... Da David's predicting CMC won't play. There's no news on that, though, David. So I just want to clarify David's speculating. But David's giving you his best guess. guess and, and he definitely could sit. I mean, it's not, not crazy to imagine them saying, hey, we got to get him healthy for the long stretch. We've got a great record. We did lose. But at the same time, when you think Shanahan's going to do something like that, he goes out and does the complete opposite. And and that's why we have have so much aggression uh, toward uh, the tactics of Shanahan because Shanahan will absolutely break players. And so wouldn't shock me either direction, but it, the smart money would be on giving him at least some rest if they play him play him like spot duty snap count stuff play mason and or mitchell in between the tackles in between the 20s a whole lot more but i don't know that shanahan's gonna do that if he can play him uh daniel says mitchell or mason mason right now but just know that that could flip but right now it's mason mason's the guy mitchell can't stay healthy anyway cd for ridley I'd probably rather have CD by a hair, but that's not... I'm sorry if it was straight up. Ridley and JT. I'd take Ridley and JT over CD Lamb. Smash. All day. All day. <clears throat> Rock out e Evans or Rivers Rams backfield. Um, Rivers is out for... Rockout Rivers is out for at least five to seven weeks, if not the season. So Rivers is not even in this equation. So that answers that pretty easily. But 
Yeah, don't don't expect Rivers to. I mean, he could be back in like seven to eight weeks, maybe two months, but he has a grade three PCL tear, and it, Rivers with a grade three PCL tear is in all indications done. His PCL is useless if it's a grade three. Uh, Monty is out, Hayden. He's out a couple weeks, probably minimum. Minimum. Gibbs season, we hope we hope that Gibbs is cleared to play. We hope the hamstring's not going to keep him off the field. It would be just the luck for Gibbs to literally have the opportunity sitting right in front of him and they say, we don't know if Gibbs is going to play. If I start hearing that news today and tomorrow and the next day and it gets worse and worse and then he's downgraded and he's doubtful, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to take one of these devices in front of me, go out into the street, record myself smashing it into the street. Browns defense looked great. They did. The Browns defense is legit. They are freaking legit. Addison uh, Addison and JJ for Mike Evans and Christian Watson. I'd rather have Addison and JJ. That's not enough for me. But I, I still try and move JJ. But you're letting this person... Uh, by, by in a, in a weird yeah in a weird way I'm not doing that Leonard Fournette to the Rams who knows K- Kentucky we don't know what they're gonna do they probably will do something because they're down their their number one and number two RB and their number two RBs out maybe indefinitely so they gotta look to some something the Jags good play for this week the Jags defense is always a good play my guy even even though the the Saints D's good. Carr is very capable of turnovers. He's still hampered and injured. Absolutely. Jags are always a good play. Yeah, there's no update on CMC. A lot of people are trying to speculate. There's a lot of a lot of guys out there just predicting injuries, not necessarily reporting on them, so be careful. There's no word about two, three weeks yet. There's nothing on that yet. They're He's 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 gonna get the uh, the MRI results are coming back. Here we go. MRI results are in. He's having or no the MRI M- CMC as stated in the comments. He's currently having the MRI right this very second. So I'll put that on screen. So everybody's saying that he's out two to three weeks. It's a pain. T- no, you don't know yet. You're hearing that from somebody, but it's not true. It could end up being the case because people are trying to predict it to be right, but there's nothing on CMC right now. This is just just came out by Adam Schefter. This just came out. This is the newest on CMC. Nothing else. Nothing that anybody's saying. Two to three. There's nothing on CMC, but this right here posted literally three minutes ago by Clayton Holloway and retweeted by Ian Rappaport. CMC is currently having an MRI. That will determine everything. That is the only thing you have on CMC. Nothing else. None of this other speculative stuff. None of these, you know, Twitter uh, physicians that are trying to just give you 10,000 variables. This is what we're waiting on. Debo Samuel um, shoulder is expected to be just day to day. It doesn't sound like it's a big deal is what is being said. <clears throat> Smitty, who is better? Waiver pickup. Uh, Sharps or Mason? Pro- probably Sharps for the long term. Mason for the now, depending on what you need. 
Here, here's another Adam Schefter as of 10 seconds ago posting this bad boy right here. All the same stuff rolling in. New news. Fresh off, off the Twitter press. CMC. Debo Samuel shoulder and uh, Trent Williams ankle are considered day-to-day. And head coach Kyle Shanahan said Christian McCaffrey is undergoing an MRI on his oblique injury as we speak. So, don't listen to anybody out there telling you they know about CMC. It's regard. It's ridiculous. If I, if I had to if I had to predict, I would say he probably tries to play because he's that kind of guy. And maybe the news falls very lucky for him. Oh, he escaped this. It's just a pain tolerance issue, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We'll know that from this MRI. And I would say there's a strong likelihood he misses a game, but I don't know that this is going to be a multiple week thing. We'll have to see. If it is, it's devastating for Christian McCaffrey owners. But no one knows until this MRI comes back. People can guess. Maybe they'll guess right and look like a genius. But my guess is anybody guessing at that rate with that kind of with that kind of uh, recklessness and saying it's this it's two or three weeks already and they're not telling you the truth and they're going to miss so much more than they're going to hit. But CMC's news will, will pop up soon. We'll have that for the 8 p.m. show probably. So hang tight for the update on that. Uh, Chris wants to know if if uh, Devon somebody tell me Adams went to the into the Vegas front office and demanded a trade today. I don't have a report for you, uh, Chris, unfortunately. But Jimmy Garoppolo threw him and prayers up for Jimmy. I don't want anybody to, to think I'm wishing ill will upon anybody. I hope Jimmy Garoppolo heals very quickly, and it seems like he, it was he escaped. Uh, the 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 madness, right? He didn't. Uh, it, it could have been a lot worse. So Jimmy's likely out one game, is what the report is suggesting. And and uh, but he's thrown hospital balls to to Devonte Adams. He threw a hospital ball to Devonte Adams like no hospital ball I've ever seen. And Devonte Adams caught it and got. Or I, I think he dropped it actually. Got leveled. And Devontae Adams just looked like his world was rocked. And he just it looked awkward. He looked like he knew the hit was coming. And he looked so frustrated. And I and, and I know that everybody thinks, okay, things are going to work out. They're going to win games. And they're going to keep marching on. But Devontae Adams is so fed up. You can tell. And I, I'm telling you, Jacobs and Adams are the type of individuals and I don't mean this in a bad way I just mean this from knowing their personalities and the way they treat their body and their business which is their body their body is their business and the way they're going to look at this thing is two ways okay a we're winning and we're going to keep up the fight and we're going to try and and, and and win a wild card seed which we we know is not gonna happen but they're gonna try right okay we're doing let's try or they're gonna get banged up and the hopes for playoffs are gonna be out the window Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna be you know injured again at that point knock on wood I I don't want it for him I'm not wishing this upon Jimmy but Jimmy cannot stay healthy this is like his second injury and he almost had a third that he, he escaped he keeps escaping he's just he's somehow some way a magician 
He escapes these horrible, you know, season-ending injuries, but he keeps getting banged up. And and he he's not he, he gets sacked, he gets hit. The guy's a, a turnover machine. And and he was in San Francisco too. You know, maybe not in 2019 if you want to reference that. But Jimmy Garoppolo is is going to frustrate the situation so badly that at some point one if not both of Jacobs and Adams who are looking out for their long term. Jacobs a running back trying to preserve his body, trying to go into free agency to get a big deal, doesn't want to get injured and have bad stat lines and no production and an injury prone concern for an incoming team trying to 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 sign this man. Jacobs is like I'm going to I'm going to sit out the remainder of the year. I'm banged up. Adams, I can see Adams going, I'm getting older and I can't afford to get banged up fighting and putting this team on my back, catching these hospital balls. And let's be real, even the rookie goes in, he's going to throw hospital balls too because he's a rookie. I like him, a whole lot of upside. We talked about him over and over, but there's a real chance that no matter who's under center, Adams is getting hospital balls. So I really do feel like this is something that's going to uh, be a dilemma for both Jacobs and Adams, or at least one of them, to where they're faced with the question, do I go out and destroy my body and ruin my chances for a paycheck and fight for this garbage organization? No offense. I, and I love Raider fans. If you're a Raider fan, I love you. You're welcome here to the moon. I, I announce and I will I will saint on the channel here, all Raider fans, bless you. You do not deserve this. You always have a home here. My light is always on. My door is always open. I want to be abundantly clear. I want to be extremely clear here that I do not have a problem with Raider fans. You are wanted here. You are special. You are an important person. Every single one of you. You don't deserve this. But this is a crappy organization, and this coach is not it. I'll tell you that right now. I I, I just feel like there's truly big-time concern that both, if not one of these players, Jacobs or, or Devontae, is going to sit out. At some point, when the playoffs are out, I've got a little hammy injury. I got a little toe issue. It's going to be a toe or a foot for Devontae Adams or a hammy because he's older. Mark my words, okay? October 16, 2023, October 16, bloody, bloody Monday, the day after Bloody Sunday, one of the worst weeks in fantasy football, week six, October 16, Devontae Adams, a little toe injury, a little footy poo injury, a little hamstring little tightness in the hamstring, I can't play. And I, and I honestly don't blame him. Jacobs, I don't know what, J Jacobs might just straight out saying I'm not playing. He's that kind of guy. Adams will be injured. Jacobs might just walk off the field. <laughs> um, I got some super chats here. Bryson says Addison and JJ for... Uh... I'm talking to Zig Zigmeister, sorry. Addison and JJ for Mike Evans and Watson. Uh, Addison and JJ for Mike Evans and Watson. I already answered this one. And I'm going to say get more again for JJ. Appreciate you. Rockout says, is this the past, is the past two weeks the worst you've seen? 
first of all, the past two weeks, no, last week was phenomenal. Last week was one of the best weeks we've ever seen. This year, at least, and very, very good week. Last week was marvelous, man. Last week was a gem. Last week was a, a, a godsend to a lot of our fantasy seasons. So I would say absolutely not. Last week was marvelous. But I would definitely say this week and this season as a whole has been one of the more brutal seasons. But it's been brutal to everybody on some level. Like I know a lot of people, they think me, inward look, my team. But if you noticed, not a lot of fantasy football players did well in 2023. Uh, weeks, week, week number five, or week number six. Not a lot of fantasy football owners did well in week six. They crawled to a win. 111 to 109 instead of 140 to 170. And look around. Look at the look at the game scores. 109 to 85. Uh, 120 to 111. Uh, someone has a 140. I'm sure someone has a 170, the right combo. But that person doesn't have 170 in every one of their leagues unless they've replicated their team over and over and they've got a lot of risk doing that. But it, it literally is a, uh, the Bloody Sunday, week number six. It's been brutal. Been brutal. So it's been brutal across the board. Injuries, JJ, uh, Burrow, uh, Burrow and Chase starting off. Um, the busting of, of a ton of different players, Cooper Cup getting hurt, J.K. Dobbins, Barkley, um, a whole lot. I mean, it's been on and on and on and on and on. It's been nonstop all year long. And, you know, I say this over and over and over, and I, I don't mean anybody to, to take this the wrong way. Like, I, I'm suggesting that anybody start looking to next year in, in, in a sense that you should give up at all. Hell no. We're fighters, and not to mention, we're still doing very well as a whole, as a community. Again, against a week that everybody did poorly. But I do I do tell you this because my job has two seasons to it. The off-season, the in-season. And I, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. I love being here every single day that I work. I have the best job in the entire world because I work for you. Okay. But I'm always honest with you guys, and I'm always honest. I don't. I, I like to be completely transparent. My favorite part of the year is January through August. I love coming in here on random breaking news shows. I love all the 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 milestones throughout the off season, the 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 free agency deadlines, the franchise tag deadlines, the NFL draft pre NFL draft stuff. The you know who's going to draft who, who's going to sign who, who's going to trade who, trading season. Um, Post NFL draft, all the rookies, and am I going to be scared off by Bijan and Gibbs doing so badly through the first part of uh, of the year, or JSN not even being used at all? No, absolutely zero. I know a lot of people will. Will we implement some coaching and uh, situational obstacle red flags and weight them differently than previous years? One hundred percent. Is your boy cooking up algorithms and processes and formulas to try and attack risk in a different way? Every year I try and improve upon that. And this year specifically, I'm coming with the fire in terms of how to negate risk a little more than normal. How to decipher what player like a Bijan might be facing some adversity more than we want to admit and how to objectively look at it. I will be bringing that heat in 2024 and I just can't wait for it all to begin. 
but it, it's 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 going to be unreal once it's all breaking uh, going down. Um, once it's all going down, it's going to be so fun. But we're we're not there yet. I just wanted everybody to know that's my favorite time of the year. No matter how good things are, even if I have ten of my teams about ready to all ten win a championship. I'm still looking forward to January 1 more than anything because I love getting all you prepared for all those milestones and breaking news. It's it's phenomenal. I can't wait. I can't freaking wait. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, thank you, Rockout. Appreciate you very much. And we're going to crush it, guys. Anybody needs to, to, to strike a comeback, we're here for you. And, and don't give up on a team. Look, first of all, you play a lot of leagues. A couple of your teams are doing good. A couple of them might be doing bad. But we're going to fix the ones doing bad. We adjust and adapt. That's the way we roll here on the channel. $5 hauler from Marcus. 12 PPR Mahomes, Pacheco, Hall, Chase, Ridley, Komet, Pierce, um, London, Bench, Achan. Okay, Ford, Johnston, JSN, Sharps. What moves do I make? Four and two, any move, any waiver ads? I mean, we'll have to see, man. I don't know who's available on your waiver wire, but we're doing the waiver wire show tonight after the game, so you have to kind of hang tight on that one. 12-team PPR, Pacheco. Listen, good team. Hall's on the rise. Don't panic on Chase. Don't panic on Ridley. You can't get rid of those guys at a fair price anyway. This team's a total hold. Uh, even A-Chan is a hold. Everything about it is a hold. There's no... The fact that you're 4-2 and two is fantastic because you can wait out A-Chan, but you also can't trade any of these guys on the low, and that's what you'd have to do, even down to Mahomes. Now, if you could trade Pacheco on the high, what would you even go get? I suppose, you know, an Aaron Jones injured uh, in people's minds, right? Coming off the bye week, he's going to be fresh. Would I do that? Absolutely. Would I trade for... DeAndre Swift and something using Pacheco, maybe, but I I probably bank on Pacheco. It's a pr it's a pretty nice play, and I think Mahomes. You hold him. You do not sell Mahomes on the cheap. I, I repeat, Addison JJ uh, for Evans Watson. I think I already did this one right. Watson or just JJ. Okay, wait. Addison and JJ for Evans and Christian Watson or just JJ for it. No. Um, it's not enough, bro. It's not enough. I, Evans and Watson is nice, but Evans is you know banged up, trying to get back to to full health. I think he probably will do really well. Christian Watson too, but I just feel like I feel like you can get a little more. I, I, it's tempting. Would anybody rather take Evans and Chase or just keep JJ or just do a different deal? I think someone's gonna come after JJ, bro. Someone's gonna give up a, a nice package. I don't I don't know that that feels like the right one. One and five with Bijan, so I trade him to get Amon Ra St. Brown. I don't hate that on either side. You need a wide receiver badly enough and you're good at RB. I don't know that you are, though. Brees is great. Roshan could be. We don't fully know. Um, with Bijan, so traded him to get Amon Ra. Oh, you already did it. I mean, it's not horrible. I hope you did it before this week because if you're chasing the points, that always ends badly. Now, Bijan's going to go off. Like, almost guaranteed, James, if you're chasing the points on that. But I, I don't hate it. It's not horrible. I could argue to somebody needing a wide receiver, it makes sense. If someone needing, needing a running back, it makes sense on the other side. $20 hauler from my boy Dawson. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert, 
Super Chat Alert. 17, 18, 19, 20. Doing the triceps today on $20 haulers. <sighs> Should I trade Garrett Wilson, Achan, Moss for Bijan? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Achan, you wait on three more weeks, bye week, but everybody's got a bye week unless you just had one and, and Bijan's going to have a bye week. I'm going to say keep Garrett Wilson, keep Achan. Garrett Wilson's playing really well. Uh, need to clear spots. I mean, I, I like the idea of trading Rashad White, trading Nico Collins together for something. Uh, a Devontae Smith, a Ridley. Doubted player like that. Um, I mean, I cut Deontay Johnson if I had to before I'm just trading someone off to trade him. You know what I mean? Thank you for your super chat, my guy. $20 hauler to the moon. To the moon. To the moon. And, and let me just look real quick. Because you're dropping 20 wads on the screen. Yeah. I'm keeping HN. Does anybody disagree? Garrett Wilson and HN over, over Bijan, right? I hate to say that, bro. I don't think it's the end of the world if you did it. I do think Bijan will probably at some point get unleashed. But, bro, we don't know. We just don't know. Start Ridley or Watson or Samuel this week. Probably, I would say Watson's a tad bit safer if T-Law sits. Samuel's not bad, but I'm not starting him over Christian Watson. I think I think with Aaron Jones back, things are going to click. Should I do Roshan? Prediction, Christian Watson, 50-plus yard touchdown reception on the right side of the field. In, in week number uh, seven. Should I do Roshan for Tua? Abso-freaking-lutely. 100,000% smash. Just been- I don't even need to see the, the team. Like, trade value alone. But absolutely. Entertainment says, Smitty to the moon. Trust no one else appreciate you. We do our best. I trust you collectively over anybody. And that's what I like to bring to the show. Have my people vote on things from time to time. Last $5 hauler. Forget, forgot to list. I have Ridley, says James. Okay, James, let me look at that in a second. I'll try and find it. I don't know if that changes anything, but $10 hauler here from Bryson to the moon, Bryson. Appreciate you. Bryson says, Smitty, 10 man, three and three. Burrow, Eckler, Pollard, Hall. Love the, the quarterback and running backs, bro. Alave, Ridley, Addison, Komet. Like the team a lot. Roshan, JJ, and HN on IR. Woo! No one else is biting. Then you hold. You hold. That team is so good, you will survive. You're 3-3 three and three not because it's a bad team. You're 3-3 three and three because guys got hurt on the field. And you lost games that way, I think. Probably. And you got scored on. Highest scoring teams against you or something or a combination of that. Like, you know, getting left, you know, in the lurch when, when those guys went down. So, I, I, I'm i waiting. With this team, I'm waiting. And guess what? The JG opportunities could come around as you wait and he becomes, a, you know, a week closer to coming back. You know what I mean? So, just hang tight. And James, your super chat here. Bijan, so traded um, on Raw. 
Okay, you're saying you have Ridley. Wilson, Amon Ra, Lave, and you have Ridley. I probably would have... I don't know. I don't hate that trade. I mean, look, St. Brown's that good. I like St. Brown a lot, but I think at the end of the day, uh, I don't know that I would... Uh, uh, trade Bijan, but it's close. St. Brown and Bijan are, are very close. It's not a bad move. There's no taking laps on that, honestly. St. Brown's so good. All right. Um, I, I believe I'm out of here for now. I'll be back for the 8 p.m. show. Thank you to all my super chatters. Thank you to my $20 haulers as well. We had, uh, for, for $20 haulers, I think we had Dawson... Appreciate you, Dawson. If I'm missing anybody else that dropped the 20, I appreciate you. We'll be back for the 8 p.m. show. We're live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. I'll see you all at that time, which is hours away, frankly. Appreciate you. Thank you for joining me for this breaking news show. Uh, Bryson dropping a super with my team. Don't do J.J. Addison for Evans and Watson. Uh, chat, one more time, vote. Vote for Bryson in the chat. J.J. and Addison for Evans and Watson. I don't, especially if you're adding J Addison in. If you took Addison out, it's more safe. But I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't know. I just think you can get more. If you can't, if you know for a fact you can't, and you're not just saying that because you want to just get it over with. I don't know. Let's see what the chat thinks. I think if you throw Addison in, it's too much because Addison's going to be a benefactor while JJ's out. So, like, ultimately, you've got an Evans or Watson in Addison while JJ's out. So, you throwing him in makes it completely off balance. So, my, my suggestion is, bro... Don't uh, don't do the two for two. If you're gonna do the the one for two, I don't know. I still don't think it's enough, Bryson. I'm gonna say no. The chat's looking like they're saying no as well. All right, see you guys in a bit.